Well, listen, listen, why don't you start uh, helping us out in the kitchen? All right. Uh, you can start by sticking your face in, 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 in the freezer and making us some ugly things. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. It's me, your pal, Junk Man. Welcome to Junk Man Radio. <laughs> Whoa, man. It's uh, it's a beautiful day in Anaheim, California, live at Doll Hut Studios in said Anaheim, California. Getting ready to uh, rip it up in a big way, as we do. That's what we do around here. Play the songs that uh, that you love to hear and that you need to hear and that uh, you need to know about. All from my personal collection of all kinds of things. (laughs) I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day about what I do and how I do it. And it's a labor of love, guys. That's basically what it is. It's it's to fill the void of what's happening in so-called radio these days, which to me is like black and white television. It really doesn't have what you want or you need or should have. Kind of like music programs and schools, it's at a limited amount, and every now and then you'll find something that's really outstanding. And well, I hope that's what you think about my show. Me being junk man, I'm just you know, hey, you, you got to find out a little feedback every now and then, you know. If I'm doing something wrong, tell me, you know, hey, let me know, I'll, I can handle it. If not, <laughs> then piss up a rope. Who knows. All right, a big weekend, man. I had a lot of fun. I went to a big festival out on my beach this past weekend. And uh, maybe we'll play some songs from some of the people that were there, including Sammy Hagar and Joe Satriani and Eddie Money and a few other bands, which were really awesome. We had a good time out there. And, uh, you know, besides having problems with the bar, which is always a big problem for a lot of people, <laughs> it went off pretty smoothly. I had a good time. And it's always nice to see live rock and roll and about 15,000 people on my beach, which was pretty badass. And they're going to be doing it again in a couple of weeks with some punk bands, which is going to be even better because there's a lot more of them and it's going to get rowdy. 
and get, uh, you know, all kinds of interesting things will be happening. And I'll give you a full report on that. But right now, what do you say we start the show? All right? Got a big show planned today. All kinds of cool stuff that I will tell you about as they happen. But the main thing right now is getting ready to rock. So let's rock it up in a big way. This one, uh, well, it's a band called Wizard, which included a guy by the name of Roy Woods, who you might remember him from, uh, I believe it was The Move and a few other British bands. It's called Are You Ready to Rock? And I know you are. So let's get it started. It's Junk Band Radio. Oh, 
Look out! Junk Band Radio. And Black Sabbath featuring, of course, the late great Ronnie James Dio on the vocals and Neon Knights. Don't you remember exactly where you were when you first heard that record? And you were like, oh, Ronnie James Dio and Black Sabbath? Whoa, ho, ho, ho. that's exactly what I said. Something to that effect. Oh, man. I think that was it. Right around 1980 or so. And from the Heaven and Hell record, Neon Knights. All right. Man, that was an interesting time for music, and I'm glad I could lay that one in on you, because, uh, man, it uh, it leads me to the previous song that I played before that, which was by a band out of New York called The Good Rats, and a song called Does It Make You Feel Good? And The Good Rats were one of those local bands in New York uh, area where they had a really cool bar scene going on, you know, where the, every place you went had incredible rock bands, like in the New York, Connecticut, they call it the tri-state areas, New York, Connecticut, and... Uh, Massachusetts, I guess, whatever. And uh, some of the bands that, that that played there got to be real big, like Twisted Sister got to be big, and uh, Zebra had a couple of hits and a few bands like that. But the Good Rats were always my favorite because they had great songs, but there were these big, ugly Italian guys that came out and did this great, just great show. I mean, the singer would come out with a with a garbage bag or the garbage can, beating on it with a baseball bat and throwing out rubber rats. Now that's entertainment. But uh, you know, I, I was thinking about them because they had uh, the place that I used to go see was one of the first places that I used to go to see live rock, which is a place called the Four and a Half North, which was in Brewster, New York, which was Western New York area, and I lived over the border in Connecticut at the time. And I would go see these bands, like the ones I just mentioned. And they had an anniversary, like a, a reunion party, a four and a half reunion party in uh, Danbury, Connecticut, this past weekend. And they had a lot of the bands that played there. But unfortunately, you know, uh, Pepe Marcello, who is the singer for the Good Rats, he's, he died an, a few years ago. And there's, you know, they're not really a band anymore. But uh, a lot of the other bands that they used to play at the four and a half North kind of got together and played, which was, <laughs> it sounded like a lot of fun. And it was outdoors at a really nice place, and a lot of old friends got together that I wish I had seen. But, you know, due to the beauty of, like, social media and things like that, you can get a look at stuff, you know. So, uh, yeah, again, I wanted to give them a little shout-out to the organizers of that and just know that, uh, you know, I'm thinking about them. I was there in spirit. I was actually at another festival um, out here where I live in California this weekend, so I wasn't able to attend the one in Connecticut. But uh, the Good Rats definitely were a band that would have been there if they were still around, you know? I mean, if they were still, you know, you can't come back from the dead. (laughs) It's cool stuff anyway. Good Rats, does it make you feel good? Before that, Scorpions from their Hour One record and 3-2-1, which is a great way to start out a show, Are You Ready to Rock?, and that is actually the, the name of the song that preceded that by Wizard featuring Mr. Roy Woods. And it was called Are You Red E2 Rock? A little boogie-woogie on there. And you can't go wrong with some rock and bagpipes, right? <laughs> it's just awesome. So 
Man, so much awesome music to play and so many co- things to uh, tell you about right here at Junk Band Radio. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Live at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California, your one-stop shopping for recording and rehearsing and lockouts available, all kinds of fun things. We're located right next door to the world-famous Doll Hut Club and across the street from the 5 Freeway, which is always going to be a busy place as well. All right, a great new record that came out. I can't wait to see these guys again live. I'm going to go this weekend to the Aftershock Festival in Sacramento, California, and they're going to be playing their brand-new record called Living the Dream. This is the latest from Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. It's a cool song. It's called The Great Pretender, brand-new from Slash and the gang on Junkman Radio. Enjoy this.
long stick for that one. Yeah. Junk Band Radio and the fabulous Rolling Stones, my friends. From the Stripped record, somewhere in the mid-90s, they recorded that one. And that's a remake of Sweet Virginia that they originally did back in the 70s. Cool tune, though. One of my favorite Rolling Stones ones ever. I just, you know, there's just something about it. Just getting all down and dirty and just grooving. Stones at their peak. All right, I'm Junk Man, and I'm the happy host of Junk Man Radio. Hope you like that. Before uh, the Stones, we did some Zeppelin and Boogie with Stu. A little recording that they did in the studio on the Physical Graffiti record with uh, Ian Stewart, who was a piano player for many years, and Rhodey, an actual member of the Rolling Stones for a long time. 
too. When they first started, he was the he was the, he was a guy in the band, and then he became their roadie, and then he just played piano on just about all their earlier records. Him and uh, Nicky Hopkins and others, but he was with them a long time. Passed on a few years ago. Uh, Big Brother and the Holding Company featuring the amazing Janis Joplin on the vocals, and my favorite from her. And Turtle Blues started that, or was actually before the Zeppelin one right there. And uh, a, a song that she wrote, did live in the studio. You could actually hear her breaking a bottle of Southern Comfort on an amp about two and a half minutes into the song, if you listen real closely. Very cool stuff from the late Janice. And uh, she died, uh, man, 1970. Just, uh, you know, the anniversary was about a week or two ago. Oh, interesting. Started things out with brand new stuff from Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators and The Great Pretender. Isn't that a great song? Man! Slash at his finest, just rocking his guitar as he does so well. Really looking forward to seeing him at the Aftershock Festival coming up this week. I'll tell you all about it after the fact. Right now, I got, uh, well, again, another one of the festivals that I attended. I love rock festivals. Can you tell that? I attend as many as I, as I possibly can when I, they, it's just the, when they're the right ones, I should say. And they had one down in uh, my town of Huntington Beach, California this past week. It was uh, Sammy Hagar's High Tide Beach Party. And a lot of people showed up at my beach to watch Sammy rock along with Joe Satriani and Sammy's band, The Circle, featuring Jason Bonham on the drums. And, uh, man, he brought, out, he brought out a lot of friends like Vince Neal from Motley Crue and REO Speedwagon. And, uh, you know, man, it's just Eddie Money rocking it out, too. So, you know, it's just it was a good time all the way around. A party at the beach, getting ready for Sammy's 71st, I think, birthday party. Guy looks great. He looks awesome. And he's got as much energy as he always did. And I'm going to play a little something from Sammy right now from uh, the Unbox record. I think a song that he actually only re- recorded for that particular collection. But this one's one of my favorites. It's called High Hopes. And it's Sammy Hagar on Junk Man Radio. Crank it. Another dream goes up in the smoke. Huh.
Hi, this is Corey Glover from Living Color. You're listening to the Junk Man on Junk Man Radio. Radio.
Junk Band Radio, get your buzz on, baby. <laughs> that, my friends, is Chicken Foot, and the song is called Soap on a Rope from their first one, Chicken Foot. <laughs> All-star band, of course, uh, featuring the great Sammy Hagar on the vocals, Joe Satriani on the guitar, Michael Anthony on the bass, and Chad Smith on the drums. Celebrating a little something that we had down in my town on Huntington Beach called the Sammy Hagar High Tide Beach Party. A bunch of music that uh, that was featured down there, including that one right there. They played that song live. It was fun. Jason Bonham on the drums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Motley Crue did Kickstart My Heart. Vince Neil joined the band and did that particular number up there. That's right. That was the live version of Kickstart My Heart. Joe Satriani, the aforementioned Joe Satriani, guitar player extraordinaire, and did uh, Surfing with the Alien. 
which he performed that that evening on the beach and uh, started things out with Sammy himself and High Hopes, which he did not perform that song, but I just like it. Good stuff. Again, a fun time. You can't go wrong with some live rock and roll on the beach, right? Oh, yeah. All right, I'm Junkman, your happy host, the guy that brings you these tunes and um, gives them to you. Loud, loud, or soft. Or just the way you like it. Tell you all about it. and Again, maybe turn you on to something you haven't heard before, which is, you know, always fun to do, especially when I got new music. Like this one right here. This is brand new from Alice in Chains. Oh, yeah. Another one of those bands that's going to be appearing at the Aftershock Festival that I will be seeing this weekend. This is from the brand new record. The record is entitled Rainier Fog. Got something to do with Mount Rainier, I'm sure, up in Washington where uh, they're from. And this is the first single. It's called The One You Know. It's brand new from Alice in Chains here on Junk Band Radio. Crank this up.
Junk Band Radio. That, my friends, is the lovely Joan Jett, Hall of Famer, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, that is, and Everyday People, the old Sly and the Family Stone song. I thought you might like that right there. Cool tune just to sing along to, you know, any time of the day. It's awesome. <laughs> 311 and Flowing. 311, another one of those bands that will be appearing at Aftershock this uh, coming weekend up at Sacramento, California. Looking forward to seeing them. For that uh, Sons of Apollo. It's an all-star band featuring my friend Jeff Scott Soto on the vocals. Along with Ron Thal, Bumblefoot himself on guitar. Got Billy Sheehan on the bass, Derek Sherinian on the keyboards, and Mike Portnoy on the drums. Not too shabby, huh? Saw their uh, show when they played here in Anaheim uh, a few months back and was completely blown away, obviously. You know, it's musicianship at its finest. Rock musicianship at its finest and just just blew my mind. Well, just a great show. Hope they keep that band rolling. And uh, started that set out with brand new stuff from Alice in Chains. That one's called The One You Know. I'm Junk Man, playing tunes right here on Junk Man Radio. Hope you're enjoying them. I got a lot to play for you. <laughs> that is a fact, my friend. So let's keep rolling. Let's find something here for you that I think you just might like. Eh, sound good? All right. Always sounds good. Foo Fighters did a, uh, a really cool uh, festival in Southern California this weekend. And I thought maybe we might play a little something from them. Um, well, you know, again, lots of tunes that I like from the Foo Fighters. This one I love. It just it gets me reflective to a time in my life where I was uh, just thinking down and I needed to get back up and just get back on the bike again. And that's exactly what I did. And this one's called Walk from the Wasted Light record from Foo Fighters. Here they are, Foo Fighters and Walk on Junk Band Radio. signal in the distance to whom it may concern I think I lost my way getting good at starting over every time
about yourself Try to tell the truth I could stay up half the night Trying to crack your code I could stay up half the night But I'd rather hit the road
Hey! 
And you're always there Every time I cry your name at night You pull close and say it's alright I look in your eyes just like the rain Washing me red, wash over me Touching your face, I feel the heat of your heartbeat Echo in my head like a scream
Junkman Radio. Coming in for a landing, baby. That, my friends, is Queensryche and Jet City Woman. Going back a number of years with that one, but just a great song. Man, I'm telling you, I love Queensryche's earlier work. Things like that when they had Chris DeGarmo in the band. And, you know, the band is still around in, in, in different forms. And, of course, Jeff Tate, the singer, is out in his own and doing his own thing. But, man, I'm telling you, those records that they did, the first few records, are just just quality stuff. That particular song always gets me fired up. Another one from a later part in their career, Pink Floyd and One Slip from the Momentary Lapse of Reason record, the one that uh, it features basically Pink Floyd without Roger Waters on that one. And the uh, song was called One Slip. Just a very well-recorded record, as always, from Pink Floyd. And just one that I love. Paul McCartney, from his latest Egypt Station, brand new from Paul, and Fau, F-A-U-H-U. Um, who knows? <laughs> Could that be naughty or not? Only Mako would know. But Paul McCartney, of course, has been doing such great things. Uh, since, uh, you know, he's he's great at promo. The guy's 72 years old. He looks great. He sounds great. He still goes up and rocks. Puts out brand new music, you know, and still writes everything. And he's so nice to the press. Always has been. I got the chance to meet Paul once. And he, could, he couldn't have been any nicer. And, you know, he's just one of those dudes that you really are glad is around. I wish, uh, you know, of course, you know, you wish uh, the other Beatles... Would be around there too. Ringo, you know, Ringo can be kind of anti-press, and uh, but that's what we got left of the Beatles, you know. But Paul's out there; he's doing it, and God bless him for it. Foo Fighters started things out with "Walk," great song from them, and uh, one that I will always, always be a fan of. That particular song, I'll always be a fan of this band too. I'm talking about Hailstorm. They got a brand new one out called "Vicious," and this one is the title track. Vicious, yeah. Here on Junkman Radio, crank this up. You make me vicious. Why should I make the pain my mistress? You can call me Miss Malicious. I'll dress you up in stitches. No, I cannot resist this. If it don't hurt, I get suspicious I like to take the knife and twist it Yeah, my love is sacrilegious I'm not scared to admit it This violence is delicious What doesn't kill me Makes me vicious I'm not gonna break You can take all that you can get This is Watch out cause I'm vicious And I'm not asking for forgiveness Yeah, I'll make you go ballistic Your torture is my business And I won't leave a witness I don't care if you hate me Cause you're gonna have to face me And there's no use in crying Doesn't 
<laughs> Junk Band Radio and the Texas Tornadoes. And who were you thinking of? Texas Tornadoes, an all-star rockin' Tex-Mex band featuring, uh, featuring Doug Sam on the vocals over there from, uh, from the Sir Douglas Quintet. And Freddie Fender and Flaco Jimenez, the ultimate, ultimate uh, Tex-Mex squeeze box player on there, man. Just cool stuff. But who were you thinking of? Texas Tornadoes. Or Los Texas Tornados, as they would call them. And who were you thinking of? Uh, Dave Clark 5 with Do You Love Me. Yep, cool tune. That's been done many times. <laughs> as is the song before that, Aerosmith from Honkin' on Bobo. Roadrunner, the old rockin' classic from them, and started things out with uh, new stuff from Hailstorm and the title track to Vicious. All right. Junk Band Radio, me being Junk Band, delivering the tunes to you right here at Dollhead Studios in Anaheim, California. A lovely day. I love October in California. It's just such a beautiful place because it's like summer with just a little tinge of fall and not much. You know, it's about 75 degrees, sunny outside as always, and a lot of the vacationers have gone home. So I have the beach to myself, and, you know, around here in Anaheim, you know, it's it's pretty much business as usual. It's all... Uh, Lots of Disneyland traffic and convention center traffic and things like that. But, uh, you know, it's awesome. It's a great place. I love it here and uh, always will. Hey, it's Junk Band Radio. And on the phone with us from uh, the band Living Color, I got singer Corey Glover. How you doing, Corey? Good. How are you? Good. Welcome to uh, Junk Band Radio. I'm glad to have you here. And, uh, man, a lot of stuff going on with the, with, with you guys these days. I, uh, I was talking earlier to you about the fact that I saw you this summer in Ohio at the Incarceration yeah. Festival. And you guys yeah. played out in front of the prison yard at the Ohio State uh, Reformatory, famous for the movie Shawshank Redemption, where they filmed that. And uh, yeah. you guys rocked it out in front of the place, which is pretty awesome, man. Well, thank you. What was what yeah. was what was that like playing in front of a prison? <laughs> um, uh, not good. Uh, no, not not that it wasn't good. I mean, it was a great band. It was a great day. It was a lot of fun. But man, that place is intimidating. Yeah, yeah. It's just frightening to be around. It's like, and then I took a tour inside the prison. Right. And that it's like the cells are really really tiny and and. The conditions were just bad, peeling paint and all kinds of stuff. It was it was scary. It really makes you think twice about breaking the law, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> but you got something really cool coming up in about a month or so, November 10th and 11th, in Portland. It's the inaugural Headbangers Con convention, mm -hmm. and that's going to be a blast. Um, two days of just everything all about being a headbanger. And uh, right. you and a whole bunch of other people are going to be appearing about it. How did you get involved in that? Well, I met Chris, one of the uh, one of the organizers, at another convention, actually. And he just asked. And I was, I was I thought that was such a great idea. And some of the people that are going to be there are going to be great. It's old and new heads. And just folks celebrating the idea of what this music did to, to and for them. So I'm, I'm going to enjoy that a lot. Absolutely, you know. I mean, finding fellow headbangers like yourself, and then they, you know, a lot of people that are going to be uh, that are going to be appearing uh, along with uh, yourself. I got a list of like Morgan Rose from Seven Dust, great guy. Mm -hmm. uh, David Elfson from Megadeth will be there. 
Right. My, my good friend Derek Riggs, who's the artist that created Eddie from Iron Maiden, who was actually wow. on the show here about a month ago talking about it. Wow, that's um, great. We got Davey, Davey from Pop Evil. We got Ryan McCombs from Soil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Bent from Trivium. Eddie Ojeda from uh, Twisted Sister and mm-hmm. others. And for two days of just kind of, you know, celebrating being a headbanger, man. You're just like great. yourself, you know, so... Gonna be very yeah. cool. Now yourself, what kind of things are you gonna be doing? Are you just gonna be there um, signing autographs, or are you just gonna be taking part in any kind of discussions or anything like that? Well, I think I'm just gonna be there signing autographs. But if anybody wants me to talk about anything or sure. wants me to sit in with them while they're when they're playing, I'd love to to do something. So I'm li- sending out the invitation that if you want me there for anything else other than just my pretty face, um, I'll be there. <laughs> now that pretty face has, has graced a lot of a lot of different things. Besides, obviously, the videos for the band. You've been in a bunch right. of movies and TV stuff too, man. I have, yeah. Man, you I still doing movies. stuff like that, or I, you... I do, I yeah. do. Every now and then, I get I get a chance to do that stuff. A couple of years ago, I did. I was doing, uh, did like a bus and truck thing of Jesus Car Superstar. Wow. Um, what part did I you play? Uh, Judas. Really? Actually. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I've done uh I've done some you know, I've done some uh some one act plays. I'm, I'm, you know, I started out as an actor and then um I was a singer who was an actor now I'm an a- and and it's and that that never ended. That never stopped. Just actually. kept going. We all remember your, yeah. your your role in Platoon. That must have been a lot of uh Interesting filming going on over there. Yeah, that was a, that was a great time. That was a really, really good time. Uh-huh. Um, like three months in the Philippines shooting that. That was great. That was great. And made made some long-lasting friends, you know. Uh-huh. And Depp and, and Charlie Sheen. All and the rock and rollers. Poe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, people who are... Uh, Forrest Whitaker. All these people just, that are now just... You know, at the apex of their careers. Right. You know, I knew them when. Yep. <laughs> I actually did a little of that myself too. Actually, I got to act in a in a Forrest Whitaker play my or uh, movie myself one time. It was called President's really? Daughter. Yeah, it was called uh, First Daughter. And I got to right. be an extra in the thing, and I got to talk with Forrest for, for a little while. It's just such a nice guy. What a talent. Was that what man man more was it? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had uh, it was the girl that went went away to college who was the the daughter of the president who I think was played by Michael Douglas. I believe he was the president. Right. So it was a long time ago, but just got to meet Forrest on the set. Just really, really cool guy. Sat down and talked with me and said, "Look, let's go back to work." You know. So he right. was all about it and he was cool and it was great. So yeah. Just a, quite a guy. Nice. Now, again, with with the uh, with the convention over here, man, they've got so many things that I've read about. Like Chris, Chris and I spoke about the thing. Now, Chris is a tattoo artist, so he's got to have a right. whole bunch of tattoo artists there as well. And just you know, I'm sure there's gonna be tons of merchandise and things like that. But he came up with a great idea about having um, something to do with the kids over there. And, you know, the kids are going to have, like, a little scavenger hunt with guitar picks and things like that. Nice. So you can bring your kids to this and feel comfortable and, you know, and just have a good time. And it's going to be up in Portland, which is awesome because I was telling them that I'm going to be up there in Portland visiting my girlfriend's family. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. just so happens to be the same weekend. And I asked them where it was, 
and it's at my hotel. So I'll be there. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> you won't have to go far. No, not That's at cool. all. I'll walk downstairs, and there you are, you know? So I look forward, to, I look forward to meeting you and hanging out at the, uh, at the convention and stuff like that and uh, reporting on it over here and uh, everywhere else that I report on things. But, uh, yeah, it's just a very cool thing, you know? I mean, it's just uh, I'm glad that you could be a part of it. You know? Yeah, I'm 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 very happy about this. I'm very very excited. Now, is there anything in particular, like anybody that you in particular that you that you're looking forward to meeting and uh, and getting involved well, I, with over there? I I, I I met Carla and a few other people from the Butcher Babies. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, from Detroit, and um, we did it. We did uh, a, one of the, one of the cruises with them a long time ago, and they're very very exciting. And I love her. She's great. Yeah, she's a good person. Yep. Now, are they going to be there as well, too? Or are they going to be involved in it? Yeah, I think Carla's coming. I oh, think cool. she is. Awesome. Good. My girlfriend and her uh, know each other pretty well. And mm. uh, good. So that's going to be fun. So good. Yeah, there's just so many things that are going on. I mean, he keeps adding stuff, too. He's told yeah. me that there's a whole bunch of coming up uh, by the day. But you can find tickets at headbangerscon.com, right? Wow, Correct? that's and, a mouthful. And yeah, exactly. Headbangerscon.com and uh, find other other things and tickets and just a little bit of, uh, of the lowdown and any of the questions that I might not be able to answer. You might be, not be able to answer, but uh, right. they're all going to be there. Well, getting back to uh, Living Color, tell us what's going on with the band these days. What's uh, what's the well, latest? Well, you know, it's, this is around, this is like our 25th anniversary of some, some of our albums. I think uh, this is uh, Stain's. 25th anniversary. Wow. Um, Time's up, I believe, is like, um, I, I, I believe it has an anniversary. There's just a bunch of anniversaries. We've been doing this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been, we're going to go, we're going out to uh, Australia in December. Wow, that'll be fun. You ever been there before? Um, yeah, we've been there a couple times before. Uh-huh. We're going to go down there. We're going to uh, remount. Um, we put out a record last year. We're going to re-release that record, I believe, next year. Just remixes um, and uh, anything like that with it, or extra with, tracks with some extra with some extra live tracks, maybe some remixes. Sweet, maybe some, some different stuff on there. And uh, then we're going to obviously go on tour after that. Wow. So we're just plugging away. Cool. And you can find things at uh, at uh, livingcolor dot com. That's right. C o l o u r. Correct. Right. Yeah, and uh, well, you can find all things Living Color there, and anything else that uh, you want to do. Now, are you going to be doing anything on the side or anything like that? I know Vernon's always a busy guy as well. Absolutely, and, I got some. I'm doing some shows here on the East Coast uh-huh. this month, and um, and in November, and in January, I'm going out with the uh, Celebrate Bowie. Like, so it's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. With Earl Slick and the guys, that's going to be exactly. a lot of fun. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Uh, in January and February. Cool. And so, uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, again, just keep working. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it, man. Well, I appreciate you calling in with us and uh, telling us all about the big uh, convention. Again, that's November 10th and 11th in Portland, Oregon. And it's called the Headbangers Con, which is, you know, Headbangers. You know, like the, like you know, Comic-Con and all the rest of this. This right. is Headbangers Con, and it's the initial one, so it's going to be a lot of fun. You can get on the ground floor of, uh, you know, of everything that there is to going to or everything there is to do about being a headbanger like uh, like us, you know. If you love your metal exactly. and you love your things, it's the place to be. So don't miss out. And it's, uh, again, I, I think it's at the Doubletree. 
is where it is. Yeah, at I believe the Double so, Tree yeah. in downtown Portland. And again, November 10th and 11th. I'll be there. Corey will be there. Lots of other people. Dave Elvison will be there. Derek Riggs will be there. I think my boy Jose Mangin's going to be there from, from Sirius XM. He's going to be up there. And there's going to be a lot of cool. things happening. So yeah. it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Meet some new friends, see some old friends, and, uh, you know, just rock out. So. Again, I appreciate you phone, uh, phoning in here and uh, talking with us here at Junk Band Radio, my friend. I appreciate it, Junk Band. Hang on just a line on just a minute. I'm going to go back to where it came. And again, again, uh, Corey Glover from Living Color. Thanks for calling in. We're going to go back to where it all began, with a little cult of personality. What can you tell us about this song? And I, I mean, you know, I've always, I always like to ask, you know, the guys in the band, I mean, tell us about how this song was developed. The song sort of, this, the song was, was written in one rehearsal session. Really? You know, and yeah, it's sort of like everything sort of came together. It was it, it, like we we had an idea for a song at the beginning of the rehearsal. By the end of the rehearsal, we had the whole song done. And then we played it that weekend just to see if we were, if, if we were correct uh, that we had a good song. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, Vernon had lyrics. I had that. The I had a riff that I wanted Vernon to play. That's funny. I thought in. it might have been the opposite way around that you came up with the lyrics and he came up with the riff, but you came up no. with that riff. Wow, that's awesome. I came up with the riff and he came up with the lyrics. That's terrific. So, um, and 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 the rest of the band came up with everything else that's there, you know. So it's sort of, and, and even the uh, the whole idea of those famous quotes from the beginning of the song and in the middle of the song. And at was, the end. It, it, you know, I, I, we were playing it. The first time we played it, and there was, this, there was a gap, and I just sort of said, ask not what your country can do for you. And it's sort of like, so when we went to go record, it's like, why don't we just throw all that stuff in there? Sure. You know? So it's sort of like it developed in one session, but it grew from there. Mm-hmm. Now, was there a lot of legalities of getting those clips and stuff like that in oh, there? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, we wanted to use certain other people, but they asked for a whole lot more money than we could afford for uh-huh. a new band. Uh-huh. Um, so Kennedy, so, so Kennedy was on the cheap. <laughs> Kennedy was Kennedy was cheap. You know, it's, it's public records. You, you know, he, yeah, right. He was, he was working for the government, so it was easier. Yeah. Um, but some other ones we wanted to use, it just was didn't work out. But the ones we got, we were very happy with. Well, the song has become a classic, man. And it's timeless, you know? It's absolutely timeless, especially today, you know? Well, with yeah. All, all the stuff that's going well, on. Yeah. And it's just... It, it's, every every it's time there's, there's, there's some sort of political thing happening, people pull the song out uh-huh. <laughs> for their own purposes, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I can imagine people would would be asking you to perform it, you know, for benefits and things like that too. Are you guys uh, kind of? Are you guys very politically involved? Or are you? Uh, we are. We are politically involved to to a, to, a, to certain degrees, but uh-huh. you know, we won't do it just for anybody. Uh-huh. You know, it's got to be the right people. Uh-huh. Well, I we really appreciate you what what you guys do, because man, it's so great to watch you guys up there rocking, especially you know. It's just, well, it's, thank it's, you, it's man. Amazing and. Uh, Again, I followed your career since the get go. You know, since this, uh, well, I still remember working in the clubs as a club DJ when that record came out. And I had a, I was working in a record store during the day, and I had a promo copy, and I got it the day before wow. it came out. And I played this thing in the clubs and just watching people's reaction. You know, I was working yeah. in, a, in a heavy metal club back in the day, and I, right. I, I, that's kind of how I started. 
And I remember playing that when it was still, I still got the record with the promo stamp on it. And I was playing it. Like, this is awesome. That's, so, that's great. And then it be, just blew up, you know? So Exactly. All right. Again, Corey Glover. And uh, again, people can find things out at livingcolor.com. Uh, find them at headbangers.com or headbangerscon.com. And uh, at the convention as well in November 10th and 11th in Portland, Oregon. Again, we're going to go back to uh, to where it all started with uh, with Cult of Personality. Hang on the line again, and uh, I'll, uh, we'll be cranking this up. Thanks again, Corey. Thank you. All right. Junk Man Radio with Living Color. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
Junk Man Radio and Living Color. Going back to the Vivid record with Cult of Personality, the song that pretty much put that band on the map right there. My thanks to uh, singer Corey Glover for calling in and uh, talking to us all about uh, what's going on with Living Color, as well as uh, HeadbangersCon.com and the Headbangers Convention, which is coming up again November 10th and 11th in Portland, Oregon. Just go to HeadbangersCon.com. For more information, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, appearances uh, by, among other people, uh, Morgan Rose from Seven Dust will be there. David Ellison from Megadeth. Um, Davey from Pop Evil will be there. My friend Derek Riggs will be there. Ryan McCombs from Soil will be appearing. Alex Bent from Trivium. Eddie Ojeda from Twisted Sister. You heard Corey say that uh, Carla from Butcher Babies will be there. Lots of vendors and lots of fun things and everything there is to celebrate being a headbanger in Portland, Oregon. So go to the go to the website and uh, get some tickets. And I'll be there as well if that means anything to you. So go check it out. It's going to be a blast. All right. Again, uh, I'm going to go back with uh, some tunage. Uh, going back a number of years, as a matter of fact, to this year. If that sounds a little bit weird, here's the story. All right. Back in the day... In the late 70s and early 80s, there was a band out of Orange County where I live and where I'm broadcasting you from by the name of A La Carte. Now, A La Carte was a trio of just southern boogie blues is the only way that you could really uh, describe it. And uh, these were three guys from Orange County that were playing stuff like that and just ripping it up on stage. And they played all the clubs. They played the whiskey. They played the all the famous Hollywood clubs like the Whiskey of Go-Go and the... Uh, um, you know, uh, Starwood and uh, places like that. And uh, bands would open up for them, like bands like Van Halen and Quiet Riot and all these other bands that went on to big, huge things. And this band just kind of disappeared. And they didn't have any product that was released. There was no records from a la carte, no nothing. But And I had been told, you know, because I got to know the guys in the band afterwards. And, I, you know, there was a lot of questions about, you know, whatever happened to them? You know, the, are they ever, is a record ever available? Well, they were went into a studio about a year and a half ago, two years ago, and decided to lay down the tracks. The three original guys in the band laid down the tracks and recorded them exactly the way that they wanted to professionally. And what came out? was a great record called Established 1976. I'm going to play you one of the tracks for here from the uh, a la carte record, which is now out. The guys in the band are still playing around in one form or another, some here, some there, and who knows? Maybe they'll get back together and do a show or something like that or have them here on Junkman Radio. I know there's an interview with me that I did for VintageRock.com that is available on YouTube or on the VintageRock.com sign, or site, I should say. And uh, speaking of vintage rock, we're going to be doing a vintage rock six-pack in just a little bit here. But right now, a la carte, this is called the No-Tell Motel, or just No-Tell Motel. And it's from established 1976, a la carte on Junk Man Radio. Crank this up.
Shuffle 
Ah, uh, baby. Junkman Radio. Boogieing right here in the studio with that little number right there. That's Cry of Love from 1993. And Peace Pipe featuring the late singer uh, Kelly Holland on the vocals on that one. Just very, very soulful rocking right there from Cry of Love. Really, really great band. And that was from uh, their debut record. That's right. Good stuff. Cry of Love. Very, very nice. Peace Pipe. I like that. All right, uh, for Peace Pipe from Cry of Love, we did Blackstone Cherry from their latest. That's cheaper to drink alone. Blackstone Cherry, just a cool rock and boogie band from Kentucky. And that's uh, the name of the album right there is Kentucky. But uh, cheaper to drink alone, the name of that song. Uh, another band from Orange County uh, that just kind of went their separate ways, but they toured a little bit, put out a couple of great records. Laidlaw, L-A-I-D-L-A-W. And a song called The Five Knuckle Shuffle. Just a really, really, really cool groove on that one. And I thought you'd enjoy it. And before that, uh, a la carte with uh, the No-Tell Motel. Hey, I'm Junkman, and this is Junkman Radio. Your buddy, your pal, hanging out with you and uh, laying you on some tunes. Now it's time to go visit our sponsor, VintageRock.com. And VintageRock.com is a cool website where uh, all things classic and vintage rock oriented there's great reviews and music and downloads and contests and fun things like that over there but uh they've been nice enough to sponsor us over here at junk band radio and uh i'm gonna be doing a junk band vintage rock.com six pack six songs all related to uh vintage rock.com and the vintage stuff that they do uh my my theme this time around like last Last show, I did a theme of 45s from the 70s that I, that, I, that I got. Well, I started collecting 45s in the 60s, and I bought a bunch of cool ones and uh, a lot of bands that never really did anything outside of that 45. So I'm going to pick out six of them for you right now. I'm going to play them for you. And it's our vintage rock six-pack right here, starting with the Count Five and Psychotic Reaction from about 1965, the first record I ever bought. How about that? All right. Junk Band Vintage Rock.com six pack on Junk Band Radio. Enjoy.
vintagerock.com Six Pack Of loving you, I just can't believe it's true. 
this chip? 7A. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short, I know. Oh, I could hide neath the wings of the bluebird as she sings. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. But it rings and I rise, wipe the sleep out of my eyes. My shaven razor's cold and it stings. Cheer up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean to a of me as a white knight on his steed Now you know how happy I can be Oh, and our good time starts and ends Without our love one to spend But how much, baby, do we Do I 
Junk Man Radio wrapping up a Junkman Vintage Rock.com six pack of tunage right there of uh, 45s I had from the 1960s. And that one right there was huge. 1967. I do remember playing that record over and over and over again on uh, on my Rick on my record player at the time. You know, you had one of those little all-in-one box record players. I think mine was by um, like Magnavox or something like that. It was whatever. But, you know, you played it over and over and over and over again because you only got one song on each side, you know. So, But that one right there, Daydream Believer from the Monkees, their biggest hit, written by, uh, I believe John Stewart wrote that song, if I'm not mistaken. I do believe he did. But uh, great song. From the monkeys, and of course, I'm dancing the the Davy Jones dance in the studio over here. We all remember that, right? Oh yeah, you know, just swinging it, baby, <laughs> with his white shoes. Uh, the Archies, a band that uh, well, that that song was for a cartoon called The Archies. Of course, Archie cartoons, and uh, they animated uh, in the late '60s. They had it on Saturday mornings, and uh, it was a bunch of studio musicians that came up with a band and. That particular song right there, Sugar Sugar, a huge, huge, huge hit in 1969. Wow. Another one that I remember dancing to in school. Question Mark and the Mysterians going to the mid-60s with 96 Tears. Such a great song with that Farfisa organ all the way through it. Uh, The Knickerbockers and the Lies from 1965. I'm guessing the record company said, I want you to sound like the Beatles, and they nailed it. Absolutely. The Kingsmen with Louie Louie before that from about 62. And, of course, that particular one was was remade a couple of times. Uh, that one right there with, this, with the way that it was recorded, you couldn't decipher what he was singing about. And many people, I guess, had decided that the lyrics were unacceptable and that record was banned on many radio stations and in places... Um, because people thought it was obscene, and which was absurd. And, uh, you know, who knows? But anyway, Louie Louie, a huge hit. And, of course, you all remember that from Animal House. Dancing on that one, the drunken party. Yep, yep, yep. John Belushi and the guys. And I started things out on that vintage rock six-pack with the Kingsman. I'm sorry, with uh, the Count Five, which preceded the Kingsman. Okay, the count five was psychotic reaction. I had that song in my head. I saw it. It must have been on some TV show, probably where the action is or one of those things. And these guys were dressed up with capes like uh, like vampires. And they played that song and I couldn't get out of my head. And I made my father bring me down to the store and I ended up buying that one and a Beatle record. Paperback writer, actually. How about that? I remember. And I was about five or five years old, six years old, something like that. My first 45s that I ever got. And that was them. So, hope you enjoyed that. Again, our uh, good friends at VintageRock.com. Go check them out for all things vintage and rock. <laughs> all right, I'm Junkman. I'm about out of here for today. I hope you really enjoyed the show. My thanks to Corey Glover from Living Color for calling in and telling us all about the Headbangers Con convention. And that's coming up again in November 10th and 11th in Portland, Oregon. I'll be attending, which is great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be back with more stuff, but I'm going to leave you with uh, my good friend Dorothy, who will be appearing at uh, next weekend's Aftershock Festival. And from her latest record, it's called 28 Days in the Valley. This song is called Flawless.
Enjoy. It's Junk Man. Peace out. Enjoy Junk Man.
Right. 